0: Welcome to Career Tools. This week, meetings and the high S. The questions this cast answers are, as a high S, how can I be more effective in meetings? What can I do to make everyone feel heard in meetings? And what notes should I take in meetings? If you're a director, you need Roadmap you need to be able to see whether or not your managers are rolling out one-on-ones and feedback and coaching and delegation. You can drill down with Roadmap, if you've got it and your direct managers have it, to see how they're doing and what they're doing and keep apprised of how they're doing such that you can talk to them about it. Hopefully it'll be positive feedback. Check out Roadmap. Sarah, we've been through all of the other styles and given them information about how to make meetings more <laughs> effective and work with their style because we all have different styles we all have different preferences and some of those preferences work for us and some of them work against us and finally we've got to the high s's but it's okay because s's are very patient and they will have been waiting but they won't have said anything because they're very patient and they wouldn't want to rush us so thank you s's for waiting and high S's are- almost too polite for their own good and in meetings they can be so concerned that everyone else gets heard that they don't get heard themselves and so we found some simple ways of making sure that the meeting goes well which an S wants and that they are able to input their knowledge because everybody's in the meeting for a reason everyone has some value and we want to make sure that the high S gives that value by speaking up.
1: So our line for today's cast is be the agenda monitor, speak up, raise your voice, and be careful what you agree to. So let's start with being the agenda monitor. High S's, they're the people on the team who are concerned with other people in general, right? High D's. High D's, we just don't care as long as the work gets done, right? The people are secondary to work. High C's are only concerned with their list of tasks and the accuracy of that list. And high I's, they do care about people, but because they're assertive, they're more concerned with making sure everyone is having a good time. As long as the high I is having a good time, everyone else in this room clearly must be having an amazing time. (laughs) So high S's know, though, again, people-focused, but that you don't necessarily need Starbucks to be happy. And unlike the high I's, high S's don't want you to conform to their idea of
0: what a team member should be.
1: They just want you to be yourself.
0: We're simplifying a little bit just to make it easy to understand. Now, there are high D's that care about people and there are high C's that care about something else other than tasks, but it's easier to understand if we simplify. So High asses are in the reserved hemisphere of disk. They tend not to interrupt. They talk gently and slowly. One of my friends is a high ass and I have to remember not to interrupt but to wait for her to get to the end of the sentence, which takes a little bit longer than it would be if it was me. They listen. I can talk nonstop. I can be on the phone to my friend and talk nonstop for an hour and I get off the phone and I realize I didn't hear anything from her because she will listen to whatever it is I say. I say, And sometimes in meetings, that means the high S's aren't heard. They're waiting for their opportunity, and they don't want to interrupt, and that means they never actually speak. Or to a high D, that means the high S isn't participating. They're just in the room. But if you're not speaking up, if you're not doing something, the high D can think that, you know, nothing's happening with you. So it's important for high S's to contribute. Mm-hmm.
1: And the agenda monitor, right, they're the person who makes sure that the meeting is run on time. If there's any um, off-topic discussions, they get put in the parking lot uh, and that notes are taken. And many managers can run a meeting and manage the agenda, but it's far easier for them if someone else runs that meeting, manages that agenda on their behalf, right? It frees up that part of the brain. The agenda monitor's job is really to watch time and make sure that everyone has a chance to speak in the allotted time on that specific subject. That's the purpose of the monitor. So as high S's, as far as high S's are concerned, being that agenda monitor helps the high S speak up. It gives them um, a reason to have to speak up because you have the role power of being the agenda monitor behind you, right? It gives you that that additional step, an excuse to have to speak up. If a high I or a high C is rambling on about an irrelevant detail, um, the S doesn't have a natural tendency to want to interrupt them. But if their job in that meeting is being the agenda monitor, and then their job is to stop people going over time. So now, and as we said, high S's don't like to interrupt, but now they have a legitimate reason for interrupting to prevent that individual or those people from continuing talking beyond the allotted time slot.
0: And the high S can still do that politely. You can still say, I'm sorry, we're getting to the end of, near the end of time. You have one minute left or whatever they want to say to to let the I or the D or the C, who is continually talking, to let them know that their time is coming up and that they're going to have to stop. You can still do that politely, but having that weight of, my job is to enforce the agenda, helps them feel like there's a reason for them to interrupt and it's not a bad thing. And part of the agenda monitor's role is to ensure everybody gets heard, So if there's a high eye who's telling a story and you've only got five minutes on the agenda for something and the high eye takes four and a half minutes, then not everybody's going to get heard. So the agenda monitor needs to be monitoring, okay, if this person doesn't stop talking in 30 seconds, nobody else is going to have a chance to speak. So I need to stop them at that 30 seconds. And so the high, uh, high S can make sure that everybody gets heard and that includes themselves. So... If you're going to make sure that everybody else has a chance to speak, make sure you do too, because again, you're important to the meeting. And there may be other high S's in
1: that room as well. S's are very in tune to other people. Oftentimes, I know I've been in meetings and I'm a high D, but seen high S's and you can just read on someone's face when they want to interject. They'll they'll lean forward or they'll they'll start speaking, but someone else talks, so they're quiet. As a high S, they're very in tuned to those behaviours. So allowing space in that agenda, oh, just a minute, I, th- I think that Wendy has something to say, right? and opening it up to allow those other high S's in the room to speak as well is a very strong skill that a high S possesses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The reading of people is second to none. Yeah, Exactly. Next, we have speak up. And again, we're kind of continuing the same thing. Being the agenda monitor gives you that opportunity to speak. And now we're going to tell you this is what you're going to say or this is what we want you to speak up about. And there's two kinds of things that you want to speak up about, the positives and the negatives. So we'll start with the negatives. If your team is brainstorming or discussing ideas or talking about future projects or talking about ways you might uh, create a project, ways you might achieve a goal and you think the idea has negatives, then you need to speak up. Again, you don't need to be rude. You can say, I'm sorry, I have a concern. If we do X, then I'm afraid Y will happen. What can we do to make those two things work together? You know, D's will make a plan and it doesn't consider any other people. And S's will say, you know, that plan moves too fast for the other types in the room. Or, that plan doesn't really take time to explain to people why this change is happening. And the, you know, if somebody has decided, if the if the manager of this meeting or the court, the convener of this meeting has decided that it's better for the whole team to discuss a particular issue, it's because everyone's opinion is valid and required in order that the best option is discovered. And that includes yours, right? You, as a high-ass, you're opinion, your thoughts are valid and they should be included because otherwise you wouldn't be in the meeting. We're not encouraging you to disagree with your boss in public about ideas about which he has already decided. We're talking about future things or ideas or brainstorming. We're not talking about things where the boss comes to you and says, you know, I've talked to my peers, this is what we're doing then you don't want to disagree. You know, if it's already decided, then don't disagree. you know. But like I said, if it's brainstorming or talking about ideas or future plans or future projects, then you need to speak up if you can see a negative. And at the same time, you need to speak up if you can see positives. Your natural tendency is not to interrupt, even if you want to agree with somebody. But the weight of people's agreement is what, makes an idea valid you know if you have six people in the room and five people agree with a plan then the plan's probably a good one but if you don't say i agree or i think that's a good plan or whatever uh, some positive thing that you verbalize that you say out loud then nobody knows that you agree so it might feel like oh there's it's three and three here and maybe this plan isn't such a great one and it's not it is a great plan it's just because you haven't spoken up And the whole point of a meeting is to hear people's opinions. The idea of brainstorming, the idea of idea generation, the idea of discussing projects and how you might achieve them is so you hear everybody's opinion, that you hear everyone's ideas, and that you take the best ones. If it didn't require everybody's ideas, people would just be doing things on their own.
1: Right.
0: I mean, there's plenty of things that that a ID would say, right? I've got a plan, (laughs) I'm just going to go do it. I don't care about the rest of you. But if you've been brought together to discuss something, it's because the discussion has value. So it's not enough for you to sit there and not say something negative. If you're worried about being disagreeable, don't worry about it, because your tendency is so strongly to be agreeable that you could, it's really difficult to, for you to cross into disagreeable. It's a bit like when we say to high Cs, you got to smile in the conversation. They feel like they're grinning inanely, and we're like, yeah, you smiled once. Yeah, you barely smiled. <laughs> for a high S to be disagreeable, they got to be working really hard. You're not going to cross that line accidentally. So speaking up is really important. And I think that sometimes... High S's don't speak
1: up, uh, especially when it comes to agreeing, but sometimes to disagreeing, because then they will be, kind of by definition, interrupting somebody, Mm -hmm. right? And as we said, S's don't like to interrupt. But believe it or not, you can talk over other people, right, all talk at the same time while making those general Agreeing statements, right? It's fine, or two or three people say kind of all at the same time over one another, oh, I agree. Oh, me too, right? And jump in like that. And in fact, actually, the combination of several people saying, oh, I agree all at the same time just raises the general volume of the agreement. And then the meeting leader, whomever that may be, can judge the level of agreement not only from words, but also from the volume
0: in the room absolutely and that it's a really valuable thing as somebody who's in a meeting to be able to hear all those voices even if they're they're all over each other it doesn't seem to matter so set a goal to speak at least once on each agenda item and start with a positive affirmation of an idea that you think will work best right don't be don't make life difficult for yourself and immediately jump into disagreeing with things exactly You know, we want you to we want you to disagree. But, you know, if that's difficult, then start with positive affirmation of ideas that you think will work. But if you're thinking I'll work up to disagreeing, just think think about this. Think about this as a kind of thought experiment. If you disagree with something, if you think that there is a flaw in a plan and you don't say anything and the team goes ahead with that course of action and it all goes wrong you contributed to that disaster, mm-hmm. right? You are part of the reason that something went wrong. And so sometimes if you consider the potential downside of not saying something, if you think that there's a flaw in a plan or that you think that there's an error, then if you consider the potential downside, that can help you overcome your need to continue to be agreeable.
1: And also when high asses talk, there's a tendency for them to uh, make apologetic remarks before they start talking. Right? It's an easy way to ease ourselves into what feels kind of like interrupting. Mm-hmm. But our recommendation is: don't preface your remarks with "I'm sorry." Uh, high s's do have a habit of saying, "Oh, I'm sorry. I have a question," or "I'm sorry. I'm I'm sure you've thought of this, but," or something. Like, "I'm oh, I'm sorry. Does that mean that X?" You're an equal part of that meeting. You're as equal as everyone else in that room. So there's no reason to be apologetic. There's no reason to be sorry. If you've got a question or a suggestion or just general lack of understanding, Right, a question about something, it's valid for you to express those, just as valid as it is for anyone else. So you don't need to worry about excusing yourself for doing it. It's kind of actually like apologizing for breathing. It's something that it's, it's an affection it's not appreciated or helpful in that moment. If you feel you need to interrupt, don't be sorry for it.
0: It's a real habit that people get into of saying, I'm sorry. And it's one of those habits really hard to break, like saying amana and all those other verbal fillers we do. But hopefully, if a higher starts listening for it, once you start listening for it, you hear yourself do it. And once you hear yourself do it, you can begin to stop doing it. And high S is you just need to remember that you have a valuable point of view. High Ds will only consider the objective. I don't worry about who gets killed in the way on the way to my plan. As long as my plan is my plan and I you know doing where it? I'm going, we're just doing it, right? It's the high S that can moderate the plan to consider the people involved. High eyes want to play fast and loose that, you know, they just, go out and take action and as long as everyone's having a good time everything's good and a high s is the person who moderates the speed to make sure that everybody remains on board high c's plan their plan goes in machine units right a person works for eight hours a day and they can achieve this much and that's how my plan works
1: this is the output
0: and the high foot is the person who can point out that those machine units are people and there are limits to their energy. There's limits to, it. actually, we don't work eight hours a day full out every day. And if your plan assumes that we do, it's going to go wrong. IS's it's going to go wrong. really needed in a team. It's really valuable. So by not speaking up, you're doing the team a disservice. For sure. The next
1: piece is raise your voice. So in a meeting with high D's and high I's, you're going to have to interrupt. High D's and high I's are assertive and tend to be much louder. They constantly talk. Sometimes it's hard to get a word in edgewise. And they honestly, high D's and high I's, don't care if you interrupt them. They really don't. They're absolutely fine with interrupting. Actually, there's clear evidence of this. If you watch them speaking, they interrupt each other all the time. because <laughs> It's acceptable. So just if you want to sit back, just watch how those more assertive people in the course of a meeting react not to interrupting, but to being interrupted. In that case, they'll either keep talking uh, and not really pay that much attention. Either they're going to stop talking or they're going to keep talking. So the fact that they didn't notice you patiently waiting to speak at all. Right. So if you wait, you're not going to get a word in edgewise with these people. It's just not going to happen. They're not going to necessarily notice that you have something to say and allow room in the conversation for you. So lucky for you, it doesn't matter. Interrupt us.
0: <laughs> we're fine with it. We're like you said, we're interrupting each other all the time. And and Heidi's and high-eyes very rarely react occasionally, you know, if there's a boss peer relationship, a boss subordinate or a boss direct relationship, the boss will say, hey, stop interrupting me and let me get this out. Yes, exactly. But that's their role power, not their preference necessarily. But high Ds and high Is rarely react to being interrupted. So in order to stop them and have them listen to you, you need to raise your voice. And you don't need to be loud, right? You don't need to yell, But you do have to be louder than a high S is generally. So imagine that you're in a busy restaurant and you're trying to get someone's attention, like the waiter, or you're trying to get someone's attention and they've got the TV on, uh, or you're trying to get someone's attention. Maybe you're in a store and you're at the counter and someone's in the back and you're trying to get their attention. That's the kind of level of loudness that you need to be to interrupt. Uh, So otherwise they won't hear you. If you just use your nice soft voice, they won't hear you. You can make it better by just having a smile on your face. If you're smiling and you say, hey, Bill, hold on, I think we're missing something here. Or, hey, George, can we just slow down a second because there's something I think we need to consider. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to say, I'm sorry. But you do have to say something that tells them that you want to interject. And you do have to do it loud enough for them to hear it over their own voice.
1: Absolutely. They're not ignoring you. They just don't know you talked. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. We, we don't do it on purpose. But sometimes the way conversations go, if you don't necessarily notice someone else is speaking, you, you won't know at all. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like, hi, S's. Um, and I see sometimes as well, get railroaded or that they're being ignored, but sometimes it's just a matter of volume.
0: Yes, exactly. And this, it's vo- it's just volume that they're not getting heard. Absolutely. And last up we have, be careful what you agree to. Mm-hmm. Don't agree to actions that really don't
1: belong in your remit just because no one else volunteers or because someone asks you to do it or whatever it may be. We've talked about this in previous casts, right? High S's want to make other people's lives easier. And so often they end up agreeing to things that they just shouldn't be doing, right? Either because it doesn't fit best in their basket or sometimes even they're not even capable of doing it, right? And they just, they think to themselves, you know what? This it's probably not that hard. I I can figure it out. And they take it on, because that's that's how high s's are, right? They're great team players.
0: That great team player piece is what causes their downfall. Sometimes they'll take on tasks that they really shouldn't be doing. That either take them away from their real job, or like you said, that they're not capable of doing. Right? We can all we can all do something, but sometimes it's not good enough. Right? Uh, there are things that that we're not good at, that I, you know, I shouldn't be allowed near a website because I can do it, but I do it really badly. It's okay if there's a momentary silence and no one volunteers for a job and therefore your boss allocates it. You don't have to volunteer every time just because there's silence. And we wouldn't say this to other types because they're far more likely to say no to tasks that aren't theirs. Sometimes i will say no to tasks that are theirs, Some ID will often say, no, I'm working on something else. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm busy, so. Yeah. (laughs) So when we're talking to high Ds and high high I's and high C's, we have to encourage them to volunteer more because they are unlikely to volunteer for things. You lean to the other end of the scale. You tend to take on more than you should. And so what we're encouraging you to do is just leave that silence there. And if your boss allocates the task to you, that's fine. And we're not saying do it every time. It's not like we want you to completely cut off volunteering. If something is clearly something that's within your remit or something that you're very capable of doing, then volunteer. Just be careful that you're not taking on everything that nobody else wants to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And also as far as the high S is concerned, again, the high S has has that habit of saying yes to everything. Get more comfortable, be willing to say no. Just because you want to be agreeable doesn't mean that you have to be in like a suicide pact where everything you agree to is at your very own detriment. Just know your workload. We we did a podcast on it recently, high S's and task management. Give that one a listen to. Have a nice list, a good list, one main list and know how much work you've got. Know what you can do and what you can do well and also know that limit. Know when, You're incapable of doing more.
0: We've said this before, but high S's are the people for whom the instruction puts you on your own oxygen mask before helping others is said on aircraft. The D's don't care. The C's are following the rules. The I's only think of themselves. The high S's are the people that are trying to make sure everybody else has got oxygen before they put their own mask on. And high S's are much more likely than other styles, to agree to take on more and then break under the weight, right? They'll take on too much and then, you know, they'll have not a breakdown that's too serious, but they'll have a moment when, you know, everything goes pear-shaped because they've taken on too much or because they just can't get everything done. And when you have too much to do and you're not getting any of it done, you're no good to anyone. If you're going to contribute to the team, you have to have a workload that you can cope with. Otherwise, you're just not helpful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Agreeing to do things and not having time to do them is worse than not agreeing to do them at all. Exactly. Someone needs to do it. And if you're incapable of doing it, saying yes to taking it on isn't going to help anybody.
0: Meetings can be really stressful for high asses, especially meetings full of high days, because high days will have a battle about anything, including whether or not we're ordering coffee. (laughs) Hopefully, though, we've convinced you that you do need to speak up, that you're important to the decision-making of the team, and next time you'll speak up. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Wendy. Bye, everyone. That's all for this week. We'll see you next week.